Um, not supposed to be here. Uh... Aloha and welcome aboard Disney's Contemporary Resort, the Disney's Yacht Club Resort, Disney's Wilderness Lodge, Disney's Beach Club Resort, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Five, four, three. If you can dream it, you can do it. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Two. One. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the cast of the Walt Disney World Resort, we welcome you to Split Stays, a Disney Dads podcast production. A show about all things Disney resorts with your host, Joe Quattrochi. Hello and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast, a show that is a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. And this show is all about Disney resorts. I'm your host tonight, Joe Catrocci, and welcome to Split Stays, episode number two. And I apologize, first of all, before we even get started, guys, uh, it's been a couple months since I've released the episode, so thank you guys for your patience. I've, a few of you reached out and said, when's the next episode coming out? And so here it is, and it's going to be a great one. I'm really excited about our special guest that we have on tonight. Uh, a few, maybe about a month or so ago, I put out a message on our DDP Patreon uh, forum page on Facebook asking for uh, if any of our Patreon members were interested in coming on a show about a certain resort. And uh, I had our special guest reach back out tonight and stated that uh, he had not stayed at this specific resort. However, he was very interested in purchasing DVC and want to know a little bit more about it. And I thought that'd be a great idea for a show topic tonight. So for tonight, we have one of our DDP Patreon members all the way out from the West Coast. He uh, is grinning and bearing an early recording today. So I appreciate that. Uh, Mr. Greg Woods. Greg, welcome to the show tonight. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, Joe. And yeah, it's it's great to be here early in the morning because at the West Coast, we are about an hour or two away from sunrise. Yeah. So first of all, like I always like to say, you know, we like to pull back the, the fourth wall or the curtain. Uh, we're doing this show. We're uh, recording earlier in the morning and it's a little after 6 a.m. Pacific time where Greg is. So that is definitely some diehard, uh, you know, Disney fandom there. He wants to come out of podcast at 6 a.m. So that is awesome. So Greg, thanks for coming on. Uh, I, schedules are crazy with work in real life. So but I'm happy to talk Disney and DVC this morning. And uh, so Greg, before we get started, I know a lot of our DDP Patreon members probably know you from interactions on our Facebook page for, but for our listeners who don't know you, just give a little bit about yourself, a little introduction and how you became a Disney fan and what excites you most about uh, uh, being a Disney fan. Is it the theme parks? Is it movies? Is it, you know, the resorts like myself? Uh, Just give everybody a little bit of background about yourself. Uh, So I'll say my, my fandom has evolved over the years. I was the new England kid. So for me, it started with the parks and the movies, you know, it was right around when Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin and Lion King came out and we were traveling down. We'd go to Disney World every couple of years. So I was there for the uh, the 20th and I was there for the 25th. And now we live on the West Coast. So getting to Disney is a totally different experience. So we're getting more into the resorts because if we go all the way to Florida, we do extended stays. We're usually we want to be there for at least nine, 10 days, two weeks. Yeah. First of all, you mentioned the uh, the 20th anniversary. That was probably one of my favorite 
anniversary. I still have a ton of merch uh, from that year. Uh, but I also had a very personally, I had a great uh, family vacation that year. So it's it's crazy to think that was thirty years ago that we're at fifty already. It makes me feel old. And I'm sure it makes you feel the same way, man. You got married and got kids and stuff, right? So <laughs> and now you're now you're looking at making a giant DVC purchase, right? That's what we're thinking about. Is we're trying to kind of we we haven't done it yet. We're on the cusp, and what we're trying to do is figure out. Okay, we know we're gonna do Disney World trips forever. Um, it doesn't matter. When I'm 85 years old, it, they're just gonna have to wheel me in. It'll be fine. I was gonna ask you though, is about okay. If we're gonna do the week, we know we're gonna do the week long trips, but because we're so close to Disneyland, we can pop down there for weekends pretty easily. And because we go to Disney World enough, we're starting to look into well, maybe we should maybe we should do the literal split stay and, you know, check out some of the other places nearby that we haven't done yet. Like I had never gone, um, as a kid, we never stayed on property, but as an adult, I've never stayed off property. Um, and now we're like, maybe we'll check out, uh, Vero beach or maybe I haven't, or maybe we'll do animal kingdom. I was listening to the first one. So that's kind of where we are now. Well, and that's one of the things that I wanted to get into you with is, you know, kind of dissecting what your Disney travel, habits are because you're purchasing dvc is a huge investment i mean you're essentially purchasing real estate right i mean it doesn't you know wherever you're purchasing they're filing deeds on it it's a a large investment it's not just like paying for a vacation you know like this is like annual maintenance fees everybody knows that right so it's it's a big decision and and it's something that you don't want to take lightly because if you pick the wrong resort or the wrong contract length or you know i'm saying or if it's just something maybe you've bought too much or you've even bought too little and you're like, oh crap, I want more points. It's something you want to investigate. Look at all the nooks and crannies of DVC and make sure that you're making the right purchase. I know for myself, when I, when I purchased DVC, I watched the YouTube videos ad nauseum. I watched this, I read as many articles and forums that I could talk to friends who own DVC, family members who had DVC. And uh, when the right contract came up, I was, it was easy to pull the trigger for me. So for me and my wife, so, uh, but we had to get married first, which she said, but we got married. Then I got my DVC contract. So, so that's the first thing I wanted to get with you is about, you know, you said you vacationed a lot as a, a, you know, going to Disney world, a kid being up in new England and you're on the West coast. Do you vacation more on the, the Disney world side rather than the Disneyland side? Do you feel? So now it's a mix. Uh, if we do a proper vacation, it will be Disney world, but we can, we can fly down to LA for 70 bucks. So, and my wife and I actually would just, we're going to do our first adult only trip to Disneyland since having kids just because we, we can. So what we're doing now is a lot of two, three, four day trips to Disneyland. And then we're pro we're planning a proper vacation uh, to Disney world. And that the way our jobs work is my wife has to put in her time now. So We'll know in the next week or two when we can actually visit Disney World. All right. So so she has one of those types of jobs where she puts in her her vacation or her leave a year in advance, like all at the same time. Yeah. OK. And then and then you get what you get. I've, I've, I've been there. I, I've been in those jobs. And it's super hard. But I think that's if you're looking at DVC and if your job is flexible <laughs> and your kids, obviously, they're not at the school age yet or they're close to it. Um, so they're kind of flexible as well. DVC will benefit you, believe it or not, in that way, because as I've stated on a previous show, one of my rants in the Patreon page was I sometimes have points left over and it's hard to book things last minute. And uh, as much as I love DVC, it's my one pet peeve. I'm just like, oh, my God, like there's nothing available, even like a month or two out. 
But the good that's the good thing with you having, you're able to plan in advance. I think that's going to work in your benefit. Now, obviously, you know, DVC has resorts uh, in Alani and Hawaii, which is closer to you, uh, and Hilton Head and Vero Beach. So are those kind of locations that you feel that you're in, you and your family are interested in visiting? Yeah, that's definitely going to be part of it. Uh, my wife and I, we honeymooned in Hawaii and we love Hawaii. So we're really looking forward to bringing our kids to the island and Alani's going to be the great way to do it. We've never stayed there. We have gone there just as like a tourist attraction in and of itself. Uh, so that that would be the future. Uh, family now in Virginia, uh, Southern Virginia. So uh, I've never been to Hilton Head. So I'm looking forward to maybe checking that out at some point. And I think, you know, what I brought this up to you is that our next trip, we're going to do, we want to do a more, uh, a deluxe resort, probably stay at the Poly and break up our trip to maybe go off property where we're going to do the day at NASA. And it kind of makes sense to think about maybe doing two or three days at Disney's Vero Beach because the coasts are so different. I, I, uh, I love the Oregon coast. It is beautiful, but that's what you will hear people say. It is beautiful. You don't swim there. You don't hang out there. It is cold year round. The water is cold year round. It is you wear a sweatshirt and build a bonfire, which is great, but that is not the beach going experience I grew up with on the East Coast. And you start to miss it. It's like, I want to go see the Atlantic. First thing is, uh, I know you've been to Hawaii. Uh, to stay at Alani is absolutely amazing. I can't wait to do a show about that. It's just, it's an awesome resort. You said you you went there as a tourist attraction. You know the area, the Koalina area that is around there. Absolutely amazing. The golf was amazing around it. The snorkeling, the beach was amazing. So that's something. And it, honestly, for if you become a DVC member, unless you're looking at going at specific times, like for example, during like Christmas or Easter, or any kind of those holidays if you're just picking like a random time like we went in september for my wife and i's anniversary and we had no problem like at the seven month window getting a preferred room preferred view room excuse me <laughs> overlooking the ocean we, we saved up the extra points and it was an amazing trip and we actually did another week in uh, maui as well so for us coming from florida it was it's a long trip so we made it at least you know i think we were like 13 days or 12 I think it was 13 days we were there. So absolutely amazing. Just to touch on Hilton Head a little bit. I have stayed at Hilton Head's resort for Disney. Uh, I was also married there. So this is also a place I married a South Carolina girl. And uh, she went to Hilton Head as her family vacations every year. Just kind of as I went to Disney as my family vacations every year. And uh, Hilton Head is absolutely amazing. Resort itself there, the Hilton Head Resort is really nice. Uh, it's small, uh, very tough to get a reservation there. So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, have expect tempered expectations with certain resorts. It's no different than with the Grand California, right, at Disneyland. Uh, and also, too, when the new Disneyland Tower is going to open up for DVC as well out, out west. Super hard to get a reservation unless it's your home resort. Uh, Hilton Head's kind of the same way. A little bit easier, obviously, in the wintertime because the weather in South Carolina is a little is much more chillier than it is in the summertime. But it is a fantastic resort. It's not on the beach. Uh, I don't know if you were aware of that or not. It's kind of inland. It's very pretty, very um, picturesque overlooking the marshes. But Disney does have a beach house um, that they, you can either drive to. Uh, it's like, like a two-minute drive or have a shuttle or you could ride your bike there. The biking is very big in Hilton Head. They have a beach house with like a pool there as well. So you kind of got all your amenities there on the beach. So if you're looking for that beach vacation, Hilton that's a great spot. As for Vero Beach, uh, and we'll touch on this, and we'll get into like your specifics about your Disney tr vacations, but Vero Beach is a resort that has become near and dear to my heart. I just stayed there for my vac uh, anniversary in September with my wife. Absolutely amazing, brother. 
Um, it is, and like you said, all the beaches are different in Florida. Where we live up in the Daytona Beach area, you know, the sand is harder packed. You could drive on a beach, hence it's the birthplace of speed. I used to race NASCAR on the beaches there years ago. As you go down to the Treasure Coast, which is the Vero Beach area, the, the sand is a little more shelly, so there'll be lots of shells for your kids to go and pick through and all that stuff. A little rockier, but the water's not as rough. It's it's pretty good. Not as many sharks, I don't believe, there. We have a lot of sharks in, by us in New Smyrna Beach, but uh, I don't. we didn't really see any down in or hear of any kind of tales uh, down in the Vero Beach area. But that resort was absolutely amazing. Uh, it's on the top of my list right now. I, 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 can, I can't recommend it enough for couples and even for families because it's so easy. The beach is quiet. It's you know it's easy to keep an eye on your kids if they're in the water. The pool is great. There's mini golf. There's all kinds of amenities at Vero Beach. And it's closer. It's close to uh, the Kennedy Space Center as well. So it's not a far drive to, to see all the NASA stuff, SpaceX stuff at Kennedy Space Center. And you're about an hour an hour and 45 minutes maybe from Disney World. I'd have to maybe Google map and see how it goes from, you have to go uh, west to east and then south, but it's not very far at all. So definitely some great spots that you've just mentioned. And I think that if you were to purchase DVC, those would be, for what you have, what you want to do with your family vacations, I really think that, um, you know, the the fact you want to do split stays and you're looking at buying points to do split stays, I think is a uh, is a, is a great option for you. Uh, what, what made you... Uh, Besides the Kennedy Space Center, what made you look at Vero Beach? Like, what what interested you? What, is it just about the the beach aspect that the water's still warm most of the year down there, or is it a little bit about the beach aspect? Uh, I'm also a very big baseball fan. My my father in law uh, tragically suffers from this affliction known as being a Mets fan. He's a smart um, man, your father in law. And you know, Port St. Lucie's not too far south. Uh, from Vero Beach, so it's kind of the idea we were looking about. Oh, we can do a big family trip. We can go to some spring training games if we're there in March. So that's kind of how it came to be: is thinking about that uh, driving just just driving up the A one A. You know, we did Daytona and St. Augustine a few years back, and kind of kept going south. So we didn't get as far south as, as Vero, and it it just stuck on the radar. It was like, oh, you know, that that does look interesting. We should do that because it's it always seemed like an afterthought. Like you knew it was there. You didn't really actively think about it. And then as we got a little bit closer to where it was, it's been, oh, this would actually be a nice place to stay. Why have we never, why have we never stayed here? Yeah, it's, dude, it's definitely high on my list. I'm really excited that my wife and I finally, you know, I mean, we live 10 minutes from the beach. (laughs) <laughs> and it's like we enjoyed that beach vacation because it was just an absolutely amazing experience. The cast members were amazing. And I'm really looking forward to doing a future show about that coming up because it was just, it touched me that much. Like I'm already looking at making my my reservations for next year to make it a new uh, anniversary type trip for my wife and I. We may even do something where we may do a split stay where we do you know, four or five days at Disney at Saratoga or old Key West. That's our usual staples. And then we'll, we'll head down there to kind of like chill out and, uh, you know, have a nice relaxing, uh, trip. We've kind of gotten to know the area a little bit better from driving around there. So, uh, we're really excited about it. So to get into, to not about me, but to about you, you said you want to do some split stage. You're looking at doing a, a possibly a, a deluxe stay. But the one thing I want to ask you is when you used, when you, usually stay at the Walt Disney World Resort or even Disneyland. Do you usually go for deluxe? Do you moderates? Are you a value kind of guy or are you off property? Like what did, what type of vacations do you usually like are usually looking at? What type of rooms? That's really evolved as we've now we've been up to our last couple of ones we've been doing the cabins, which I guess qualify as a moderate, though to me they're kind of on that edge of being deluxe. Um so the last two times we did that, we loved it 
the times before. We typically have been uh, deluxe now, uh, but we started off. We started off literally off property. We used to stay at either the Marriott or that old Holiday Inn way back in the day. If anybody remembers that, um, before all the resorts at Disney World were even there. And you know, then we did we did All Star. So as our as our budget's gone up, we we've gone up to with it. And uh, I always wanted to stay at the Contemporary as a kid. Like the monorail going through the contemporary to me was like the greatest feat of human engineering. I didn't care about anything else. Uh, so I would still like to do that. And, you know, we've tried to, we've tried to do a few of them. So we've done, we've stayed at, you know, yacht and beach club. We stayed at the Polynesian before and we're, we're working our way through trying them all. We did wilderness lodge, which is beautiful. Uh, but when you live near the actual lodges, you're, it's harder to justify flying all the way to Florida to stay there. Well, that's funny because, you know, for example, I think the most tropical resort on property is not even the Polynesian. I, be- I believe it's Old Key West. That's the most Florida property. And a lot of people, like, for example, like my sister-in-law grew up in South Florida, went to Key West as a kid all the time. And, like, it doesn't excite her because she's used to kind of seeing it. So I can completely understand, you know, where, you know, everybody else, like, loves well, – I think Wilderness Lodge is probably one of the best themed resorts on property. But hence, it's based off the Pacific Northwest Lodges where you're living right now. So for you, it's kind of like, ah, i kind of seen these – I've seen the real ones already. So I can completely understand that. So, but in, so you've stayed everywhere, which I think is great because you've kind of, like, dipped your toe into all the different types of resorts. Usually, obviously, the DVC rooms are based off of uh, lately um, – you know, for example, with the Copper Creek, you know, they've kind of redone those rooms because there were old Wilderness Lodge rooms. Uh, beach Club's rooms are very similar to the Beach Club. You know, it's, it's the buildings right next door. So they're kind of like, you know, same thing with the Polynesian and so on and so forth. So my question to you is, um, you know about the theming. You know what you think you like and what you don't like. Is it a type of room? Like, are you more interested like in a studio, uh, a one bedroom? Like, what what are your family's needs? Are you going to have like your in-laws coming with you or your, or your, your folks coming with you? Like for or extended family for trips? Like, what are you guys looking at for? Because, you know, obviously you have to decide resort points, the amount of points. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like the biggest deal of how you how are you going to vacation for the next 35 to 50 years, whichever kind of contract or 25 to 50 years, whichever kind of contract that you decide to get. So the way I thought about it is we're trying to think about between whether to purchase directly from Disney or doing resale. And we said we would do at least one contract directly through Disney uh, to start that to my understanding, starts at a minimal of 150 points. So that gave us enough points that we could do a studio stay at the places we like, like the Poly, um, for a one week. And then it would leave just enough points over for a weekend away somewhere else. So for us, that'd probably be a weekend away down at Disneyland, um, or we might do it for, you know, with our upcoming trip, it might be going out to Vero for a couple of nights. I think that's how we start. Uh, I suspect that if our family shows that interest, uh, my in-laws, they'll come to Disney. They love it. My parents um, look at any crowds that are more than like 10 people as a small act of torture. So (laughs) getting them to fly across the country may be a bit more challenging. So we'll see if they may show an interest. Uh, I tend to have memories of my dad enjoying Disney World, though he says he didn't. Um, As we... As the family gets older, that's what I'm trying to think about is right now we're kind of a Magic Kingdom family. That's where the kids want to be. That's where the rides are that they like. As they get older, I would see us probably more at Beach Club and, you know, Stormalong Bay or closer to Hollywood Studios. Now they're 
they're getting into Star Wars. I was I had my great parent moment the other day where my oldest sat down and started watching the original Star Wars movie, and I'm so happy. It, <laughs> I, the, the fact that he wasn't actually allowed TV at that time went out the window. I became a sucker for it. What you're saying is that, like, right now, like, you're looking at, like, the immediate future right now, like your Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. family, maybe you're looking at studios. I think it's smart that you wanted to start with the minimum from Disney. I, years ago, I don't say years ago, I've been a DVC member since 2014, 2015. <laughs> you know, I'm very pro resale. Both of my contracts are resale. Um, I was grandfathered in. I still think it's worth it for you if you could financially do it to get your contract through Disney mainly because a, you could, you could still get those benefits. I think it does make a difference with annual passes. Um, obviously we've seen the prices of annual passes go up. There are still some good perks that come with being a DVC blue card member. Also too, is when you purchase directly from Disney, you know, you could choose your use here. You could choose your resort. Uh, they're pretty flexible with you. They don't really pressure you into a lot of things. I've sat through those, those, those conversations with them and they're like, what do you want? You know, we, we got it. I mean, so they'll have contracts that you think that they, they don't have. So they they will work with you on that. If you were to purchase directly through Disney, what even though you're, you're even though you're thinking you're a Magic Kingdom family right now, but you see yourself evolving into a beach club kind of family. I mean, you could obviously put in your seven month window for points to stay at another resort. Um, do you think? I mean, are you looking at length of contract? Or are you just looking at immediate? Like this is what I want right now. Like, how are you thinking into so- what resort you want to look at? We were thinking about, so the ones that are available when I was talking to Disney is they're, they're still pushing Riviera. Um, they do have Copper Creek available. And the uh, actual reason why we were considering that is it's better for doing the extended family stays. So like, okay, it's a Magic Kingdom resort. It, and then being able to do those villas if the in-laws come down and join us, that could be perfect. So we're considering that even though there's my, we live in the Northwest. We don't need to go stay in the North. Um, the other ones, if I could, because I don't know what contracts are still available. We started the whole beginning of this was knowing about the Disneyland tower that they're building. And we have not stayed at the grand Californian. Um, we've tried to do DVC rentals, never can get grand Californian. And I've tried it, you know, seven months, 11 months out, uh, tried like last minute, maybe there's a cancellation. I have never seen a, a reservation available for when we needed it. And that frustration was like, well, wait, I thought they were building a new DVC place in California. Let's look into that. Uh, as I learned more about it, it became, I'm not sure that that would be right for us because even though we go to Disneyland often, we don't go for very long. And if we're going to do that, it would be nice probably to have the home resort at Disney World where we will stay for six, seven, eight nights. And I, I would I would back you up and I've been to Disneyland twice, uh, both times. Uh, once I stayed at the Marriott by the Convention Center, once I stayed at the Hilton by the Convention Center. And, you know, I never Disneyland, you get that different feeling because it's it's the bubble is different. It's not really a bubble. Yeah, you're always aware that you're in Southern California. <laughs> you're always yes, you're always very aware you're in Southern California. And there's there's not a lot of rooms at, at Grand California. I don't know how this DVC. I haven't seen the numbers for this new DVC resort uh, tower that they're, they're going to be building there. But we took the bus from the bus stop back to the Marriott, like it was like taking a bus in Disney World. It wasn't a big deal that we weren't quote unquote um, property. That's the way we felt. My wife and I, and I went out there once with my father for a run Disney weekend. So 
I didn't have that FOMO of not staying at Paradise Pier or staying at the Grand California if, if you can get a room, you know, or the Disneyland Hotel. Now, granted, the Disneyland Hotel has so much history. I understand that. And I get, I understand that Grand California, you have your own entrance to the park. <laughs> I understand that. But it's like for to invest a contract to have that be your home resort unless you're going to go all the time. And even at the Grand California, you have to book at the 11 month window. That resort fills up so fast. It's, 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 it's elusive. So I, I would tend to agree with you with, you said you had family on the East coast. Still, you like to come to Orlando to vacation. You're going to spend more time, you know, six, seven, eight, eight days or more, you know, that's where you would want to have, because there's nothing more frustrating than being a DVC member, Greg, and you go to book a trip and you want to do, say, seven nights, and they say, oh, there's only three available or two available. You're just like, oh, my God, are you serious? That is a very frustrating and realistic thing that happens as a DVC member. So I think it's great that you're going to choose a resort that we always – I always say choose where you want to stay, right? And if you're going to be staying at Walt Disney World a lot, then I think that you should choose that as your home resort. Copper Creek I think is great. It's got a 2068, you know, so you're going to get a lot of years out of it. But I understand, too, it's like – it's like booking a resort where you're from, right? I mean, so yeah. I don't. Does that really is that really affect you much? I mean, or I mean, when no, because I mean, we live out here because we love that. So you know, it's it's nice to get away. And you know, I was commenting to you that the thing about the Northwest is as beautiful as it is, is because we're in our we're in our rainy season now, and it's going to be gray skies for six months. That you want to you want to escape when you leave you want something totally different uh it's nice to come back to you know we're not looking to sell our house and move yet but we when you go to disney world what i liked about disney world talking about how it differs from disneyland is that you do feel like you're in that bubble you do feel like you're in a totally different place and you could be anywhere you know it could be if somebody said oh it's not really florida you're actually here it's like great wouldn't know don't care i'm at disney world (laughs) And so for us, it's what's, what's kind of that magical experience that kind of tells the signals to the kids like, yeah, you're someplace different. This is a different type of spot. Um, they're old enough now. They kind of, they kind of know that they're fully invested in the magic of it all. Uh, so it's just for me kind of going, oh, what, what would help us do that? And for us, it was the Polynesian. Uh, my wife and I stayed there. We got engaged at Disney World. We stayed at the Polynesian and you, you felt like you were in a different world, right? So it's capturing that feel and we'd like to keep doing that. It's, I think we're probably most, we're probably a Polynesian family, beach club family. I think we are want to be beach bums. If we could go back and change, change some things in life, we would have opened up a tiki bar and been done with it. Polynesian wise, you know, 2066 contract end date. So it's only two years Two years off, and I know they're kind of officially sold out, but that's one of those things that I believe if you called up DVC and said, look, I'm looking to buy X number of points, they probably would work with you for that. And I think that's one of those resorts. I know that like there are only studios right now. Well, I guess, well, I mean, I don't know. They're, all, they're only going to be studios, but their studios or rooms are huge with the two bathrooms and stuff. So it, as your your family grows and gets older, I think it will. you could probably get a little more length out of those studios over the rest of them because of having the double bathrooms. You know what I'm saying? They're a little larger because they're the original longhouse rooms from back in the day. So, you know, and they're, and they're always, they're, they're always popular. I mean, so it's, if that's something where you guys are going to want to stay, I mean, it's always, if there's a specific week you want to stay, having that be your home resort is, is probably, uh, 
it's probably and, it's probably something you should look at. You know, I mean, a lot of them are like that. Even Copper Creek is the same way. Copper Creek. Me and my wife have yet to stay at Copper Creek or, or Boulder Ridge. I've stayed at Wilderness Lodge once in a regular cash room back in 2007, and uh, we continue to try to get Copper Creek or Boulder Ridge and just strike out every time. So those are those are popular for a reason. So let me ask you because I know. In my mind, I know that they're relatively close together, but I also recognize I have a tendency to condense space. My my in-laws love to stay at Shades of Green. And my recollection is that's basically just across the street from Polynesian, but it's kind of tucked back more. So I was trying to figure out, well, okay, if we did a studio and they wanted to come down, they they like to stay at Shades of Green, would that be walkable for them? Or for us, I mean, it is technically walk. I mean, it definitely is walkable. If you go to the uh, western part of the resort, there are signs for Shades of Green, like the Polynesian signs. It says "Walkway to Shades of Green." Uh, so it, okay. it, it's over out by Luau Cove is where you cross the street. Um, it is a walk. It's probably like it's probably a good half mile. You know what I'm saying like okay. it, it's not long, but it's not short. Like if, if 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 your in-laws or your family has like a little bit of mobility issues, it might be a little difficult. Like I know my dad had a knee replacement; like he he wouldn't be able to do that. So, but for you with like you know you you, you and your wife, if you're yeah. able-bodied and you have the strollers for the kids, it's easily walkable. You just gotta walk down the pathway. You go past the security uh, gate for Shades of Green, and you're right there. So it's not like it's not a crazy walk. It's probably the same distance I would say from the current walk right now from Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom, probably. It's probably that same amount okay. of distance. Uh, it looks longer than what it really is, but it's definitely doable. It's not a, okay. it's not like it. So that's that could be a positive. Uh, I love Shades of Green. I kind of miss it. I kind of wish the, um, I wish I would have gotten a chance to stay at like the, the old Disney Inn back in the day uh, because I just, as a golfer, I just would be awesome to stay there and play golf. Obviously, I'm not eligible to stay at Shades of Green, but they do a great job there. I mean, like it's a beautiful resort and it's fun to look at those old photos, man. I don't know if you, follow only some of the retro stuff from back in the day, how much since the military took it over, they've expanded that resort and just built on more and more rooms. I think it's, I think it's awesome that, uh, that it gives uh, military and their fa- military families, uh, a place to go and kind of kick back and, and relax and enjoy that Disney, that Disney vacation. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So for us, it's just thinking about kind of the convenience, getting the family together. I've never golfed at Disney world. So that's kind of on my list of things to do. Uh, you know, we've always just been park open to park close and we're getting to that point now where we're just not going to be those people anymore. Well, <laughs> we've done it enough. Well, first of all, as, as a golfer and, and Justin is too, as well, I can't wait to get Justin out there on the Disney golf courses. Uh, they're a lot of fun. Uh, I'm actually a little bit worried. Uh, they might be modifying a few of the holes for this new roadway that they're going to be putting in by the Grand Floridian. So not really 100% happy about that, but uh, <laughs> I know it happens. But yeah, if you um, say if you become a DVC owner and you have these extended vacations, you know, maybe you'll have a little bit of time to sneak around or two and, you know, even like a Sunrise 9 or a Sunset 9. I mean, that's the great thing about kind of investing in, DVC is, you know, you're investing kind of in a life lifetime of, or I guess a lifetime of Disney vacations, right? At least as long as you own the contract. And, you know, for my wife and I, we don't feel rushed all the time. Like we, we love the, you know, we do love the parks. I know I seem a big resort guy, but we, we love the parks. We love going, but if we go play golf one day, we don't, we don't care. You know what I'm saying? We've been to Magic Kingdom a million times. Like, let's go play golf. Let's go enjoy that part of Walt Disney World, or let's go do X or Y or a boat ride. So you'll, you'll see as you start to plan your trips more regularly 
because you have DVC points you want to use, you'll see yourself taking advantage of a lot more amenities on property than you normally would have. Sometimes I feel like somebody, especially you now coming from the West Coast, you know, you've got six or seven days and you want to go see Kennedy Space Center and you want to maybe go to the beach one day on the, uh, you know, in Daytona or down in Vero and you want to do the parks. Like you're cramming so much in, you know, because, you know, you're paying for the rooms too at the same time with DVC, it's a little bit different. It's just you don't feel as rushed all the time. I think that's the one of the benefits that uh, I think you will, you'll like. The one thing I will say about the contract buying directly from Disney is that if you purchase 150 points from Disney and you choose your user, uh, it makes it easier for you to buy your resale contract if you want to add on points. Because they say, you, you know, I am a firm believer in matching up your use here. I'm sure you're aware of what the use year, uh, yeah. use year is. But for some of our new listeners maybe don't know, is your use year is minus February. That is the month um, that your points are redeposited every year for you to use. So in February, my 180 points get redeposited for me to use for the f- next use year. You know, so for 2022, my 180 points are available for me to use. So, Or if I haven't borrowed any from a previous year. So... When you go to look for a resale contract, it makes it easier to, to say, look, I'm definitely easier interested in keeping my use year the same, and I'm looking for February, and these are the resorts, and it kind of just narrows down your search a little bit. That's my personal point of view, Greg. I have a hard enough time keeping track of my contracts, and they're the same use year. So there there have maybe a time or two where I've almost forgotten to bank points, and uh, that's like the cardinal sin of being a DVC owner is not to bank your points. So, <laughs> but, uh, so let me ask your opinion, because sure. right now, so the, the trip in our minds that we're planning out is going to be, you know, fly into Orlando. There's still pretty decent flights. Though I need to check that they're all getting changed and do our, do our kind of typical five, six days at the park, typical resort. And then uh, to actually relax, do two or three nights out at Vero beach. And then we'd fly back from Vero beach, you know, we'll drive back to Orlando, fly out. What's your opinion? Park first or park last. Now you definitely do park first. And what I would suggest you doing is as somebody who just spent the weekend down there is maybe not do. So if you do park first, Vero second, because maybe kind of like get the excitement out because let me tell you, if you fly in to go to Vero first, you're going to be itching to get to the parks because you're going to be so close to to the magic. Right. And it's going to be like, Oh my gosh, when I get there, I want to get there. And you may not enjoy your Vero beach experience that, that way. Number two is, you're going to kill yourself. Everybody does. We all do it. We all run ourselves ragged. We don't get enough sleep when we're in Disney World. Vero gives you an opportunity to take a breath for a minute. The kids will still have a great time at the beach. They'll still have a great time at the pool, but it gives you and your wife a, an opportunity to just be like, okay, we need to recharge and relax for a little bit. So that's number two. Number three is... Personally, I would do it maybe if you could do the Vero. I don't know if you have to fly on the weekends or not because of work schedules or school schedules, but if you could maybe do the Vero at the maybe have it in the middle of the week be the end of your trip. Flights might be cheaper because you're flying in the middle of the week and not on the weekends. Also, the resort will probably not be as busy. Vero won't be as busy. And also, too, is the Vero area itself if you want to go off property because there's only one restaurant at Vero Beach a resort it's just wind and waves so if you want to go outside of the property for to eat it won't be as crowded the beach won't be as crowded so if you could find that Vero Beach time in the middle of the week so maybe start your trip like on a uh, on a Thursday or Friday do Disney through the weekend and then come around to having Vero in the middle of the week and then fly back 
uh, maybe the following Thursday. Something to that effect, maybe the flights will be a little bit cheaper instead of flying on the weekends, and also, too, won't be as busy. But I would definitely do the park first because you're just going to be jonesing to get to the Magic Kingdom and to Epcot, and I don't think you're just... And also, too, it's going to be for a way for you to relax, but that's my opinion about it. Because and I don't know how like your kids are going to feel if like they know they're going to Disney and they're like, mom and dad, why aren't we at Disney yet? Like, because Vero doesn't is not overly Disney. There's no characters. There's not a lot of Disney stuff in the resort. It's not like you're staying at pop or all stars. You know what I'm saying? So it's, uh, you know, did Disney build it or did they buy it? No, they built that. I had to, I had the opportunity on one of my other podcasts to, uh, speak with, uh, one of the cast members of the opening day team. And uh, just about how they went about building that and the first years of the resort. And uh, it was actually pretty difficult for them to kind of complete that process. The Vero Beach Resort, it's it's an interesting place, Greg. It's on A1A, right? But it's the way it's built. It's built around a bunch of large homes and communities. So like Alani, for example, you went to go see Alani is in a cove and there's like the JW Marriott on the one side, I believe, or it's the Ritz on one side. There's resorts around it. This one is like it's kind of sits in between like a very upper class neighborhoods and it just it blends in very nicely i mean it really is like it doesn't even look like it's it sticks out so uh, it's a very secluded very quiet area but yeah they they got it done and they did a great job with it man i mean the theming is just amazing like you would have no idea that's even a disney resort there they it's a small sign up front there's a little security guard there you pull right in and it's just it's it's very it's blends in very well is how are they um so I know one of the things we liked about Alani when we were kind of walking through is there was a lot of different activities for like kids to do. Um, so my understanding is Vero has like a miniature golf course. I know they, I know there's the sea turtles there if you're there at the right season. So for us, it'd be like, okay, you know, what, what other things are there? Do the kid, can we sign up the kids that they get to go do something for an hour or two? And, um, Cause it looks like a really nice place. It's kind of, you know, been touring uh dvc for anyone who's thinking about maybe buying but hasn't is dvc will send you like virtual tours of everything so i've been uh, i've lost track of how many they've sent me i've been kind of walking through all the little dvc resorts on my computer and the nice thing about vero from looking at the pictures is it has that kind of iconic i recognize the pool from as a kid so it had that and kind of go oh that'd be really good that'd be really cool i think the boys would like that and then i know i think there's a golf course there so we're kind of looking at that in, in terms of, I, and I agree, I, my whole opinion's always been you do that on the backside of a trip after the parks because you are tired and it kind of lets you recharge. And so, yeah, we're just looking at the amenities and kind of saying, okay, it looks like there's enough there for the kids. Having not been there, that's always kind of our concern of what are they going to do? Is it, or are we just going to be trapped in a room with two kids who are going to be on you know, hyperdrive because they've been at Disney World for five days and now they're just bouncing off the wall. So you're going to have a vehicle, which is good. It means it, this is not a resort that you want to either take a cab or a bus to. It's it's very <laughs> it's very secluded. So you need to have a vehicle when you're there. So even if you're doing a true split stay from Disney World to Vero Beach, you got to have a, a car on property itself. They do a great job, and I wish I had my sheet. It's actually sitting. It's actually behind me right now. But I have the sheet, and I can share it with you. Of all, they they provide a, a an itinerary of all the activities for the week. 
uh, and it's given to you at the front desk when you check in. And they have a daily board as well that they put out what they're doing. Uh, some of the activities, like you're correct, they have a nine-hole miniature golf course, which is located in the pool area. So it's great. I mean, and it's free for DVC members. I think it's $2 if you're not a DVC member. But you just show them your card, your digital card. I had my hat on, my DVC hat. And they're like, yeah, we believe you. You're a DVC member. So <laughs> we got to play for free. It was a lot of fun. It's right there so that they're within the, it's within the pool area. So if you have small kids, it's easy to go and keep an eye on them if, while they go play miniature golf. Uh, they have all kinds of activities. They have water slide races. There's a really great water slide at the pool. They have bingo, which kids and adults were all enjoying. Uh, they had dance competitions. They had the same kind of things that they have at the traditional Walt Disney World resorts with the activities where they have the cast members out there with like the, the little cart with the speaker and they're playing music. And they do that for uh, certain times of the day. And they have the, uh, the cast members go out and they interact with the guests who are sitting there. And they have um, there's ebb and flows rentals, which is like the little rental shop where you get the miniature golf stuff from. You can get the uh, ping pong paddles from there's ping pong, there's cornhole, there is uh, a bocce court. I know every night they have a um, they call it the croquet lawn, but it's the lawn. It's a, a grassy area that is centered in a resort uh, right in front of the beach. And they have movies underneath the stars every night, weather permitting. So they'll give you a list of the movies that uh, the Disney movies that they'll show every night. And you can bring your own chairs. You can bring a towel or a blanket and just sit out underneath the stars and watch uh, Disney movies every night. So they got that going on. There's also a, a bonfire pit where you can do s'mores and that kind of stuff as well with your family. So there are a lot of things to do. There's some things I'm leaving out. There's tie dye shirts. There's all those activities that you could pay for as well, like the little s- small charges. There's activities as well for adults. Like they had like uh, some rum tastings up in the green cabin room. The green cabin room is the uh, bar that overlooks uh, the ocean on the second floor of the lobby. It's just a cool vibe, man. It's like a great little outdoor patio area. Great theming inside. People just hanging out. The bartenders are really cool. Uh, it's a good vibe. Great place to have like a, a, a drink during the day or at night. A little nightcap. A lot of fun. There is a lot of things to do there. I will say I don't know 100% off the top of my head what there is to do around Vero Beach. I will, The one thing I do know is that you will have to drive maybe 10 or 15 minutes to get to something besides the beach itself. Jen and I were there. We kind of like made it our business to hang out at the resort. We were supposed to do a sunset cruise one night, and uh, it got rained out because of a thunderstorm. But there are things like that you could do. There are sunset cruises. There are um, They have like uh, dolphin excursion cruises where you can go and see uh, the dolphins, so the kids may enjoy that. Uh, so if you do some Google searching, there are some activities around there. And if you travel a little bit further down to like the Port St. Lucie area, I'm sure there's things to do down there as well. It's not too far away. So uh, I'm not 100% sure of all the activities, but there, I think there's enough for if you were to spend three days there between the beach and the pool and the activities that they do at the pool, I think your kids would be, I think they would be okay. I think, uh, I don't, I mean, I don't know if they need to be entertained every minute of the day, but between the pool and the beach, and they're so close to each other, you could bounce back and forth between the pool and the beach so easily. Yeah, I think there would be enough for them them to do. But I know if you go, um, there is a Disney Vero Beach Resort quote-unquote rocks facebook page uh that's what it's called <laughs> and the members in there i've joined it are very active and they'll post all of the sheets of like the activities for the week and you can ask questions and it's got a little bit of a cult following it's uh people really love that resort that are active in that group so uh you could definitely check it out they'd be willing to help you out there but i think there'll definitely be enough for your kids to do i'm glad you mentioned that i think there's like this untouted benefit to DVC membership that we're starting to notice and we're noticing it because we're the outsiders that there's like the cool kid factor of these families that have owned in these places for a long time. They all seem to know each other that there's this own little family within the group. 
uh, that that does seem kind of interesting. It's it's interesting to see if you walk through like the poly, you might see it where like the longtime DVC members seem to know everyone there, and it's um, you know for them it looks like they're going back to like a reunion. <laughs> Greg, you will like this as a New England kid is a. Uh... Vero Beach, when me and my wife went, it kind of reminded us of those old Pocono resorts that are there's some of them are still around, but like they were for couples only. Do you remember those? They used to have yeah. uh, ones that used to be up in the Catskills years ago in New York. And uh, we met so many great couples like just hanging out and like they told us about the Facebook page and then we joined it. We saw the same people that were we were just having drinks with, like posting about their trips and like, yeah, it's kind of like the that is a little cool kid factor. You get to know people and it's no different than a DDP family here. Like it's, it's a very similar thing. Like I've gotten to know you and so many other members uh, of our community, you know, just by interacting and sharing that common bond. And, you know, if there's a resort that you love to go to, Bureau is one of them or Saratoga or Oki West is one of them or whatever it is, uh, you will start to grow like those friendships with those people. We, we met some people that were doing the same thing. They were, they were there for their anniversary and they go there every year for their anniversary. So we may run into them next year if we, we book our rooms. So, uh, but yeah, it is kind of fun. And it's one of those things that you, if you meet a DVC member, it's like you could strike up a conversation with them about anything. Like it's, you have that common bond. I ride a motorcycle. Um, and if you see somebody with a motorcycle, you could go up to any stranger on a bike. And start talking to them about their motorcycle and have like a 15 minute conversation. So it's the same thing with DVC. <laughs> it's, it's, you, you'll find that common bond. So, uh, but yeah, I think you know, Vero is definitely one of those that there's been people going there for years. And I think it gets overshadowed by Walt Disney World. And, um, but yeah, it's an amazing place. Like, I'm definitely a fan. I think, I think we're going to check it out. Um, hopefully it'll be this trip. We'll see. I, I'm ready for just a proper beach trip. <laughs> yeah, you'll definitely get that there, man. It's relaxing. I highly, and the great thing too is like, um, if you don't have any beach chairs with you, they do do rentals. They're very similar to how you would do rentals. Um, if you were at like a cabana at a resort somewhere, so you would go and pay for it ahead of time. They give you a small discount if you're a DVC member and they'll have like, you know, let's say the woods family and they'll have whatever you reserved an umbrella and a couple chairs, whatever. And they will be ready for you on the beach from like 8am to like six o'clock at night. And it's yours come and go as you want i mean so they do a great job there if you don't have all the beach supplies with you they have it all there and it's not super expensive i think me and my wife paid 20 bucks or 22 dollars for two chairs and an umbrella in a reserve spot and it was like it was worth it and we did one day at the beach one day at the pool i definitely, it definitely got some options there i think the fact that you're looking at the, uh, owning dvc using it for true split stays i think is I think it's a great thing because you're using the DVC for what it's designed for, not only for theme parks, but Disney built these other resorts for like what you want. You want a true beach vacation. Like, yeah, you live in Oregon, right? But it's not the same beach as being in Florida. You know what I'm saying? So like, you're going to be able to use your membership to go and use it for a beach vacation, not just isolated to the theme parks, which I, that's the one thing I love about DVC. Yeah. I just hope they keep building. Uh, I've been trying to get more information about the Disneyland tower and, they won't actually officially even acknowledge it yet. Like, yeah, it might be happening. We think it's happening. I know they've had, um, they've had some issues with permitting and fighting with, uh, with Anaheim. And for those of us on the West coast, you're going like, you can build, doesn't have to be at Disneyland. Originally there was talk a long time ago, Walt Disney was going to build the, at Squaw Valley, um, which they just renamed. Now I got to remember what they just renamed it to. Um, But there's a part of me like, yeah, Disney do it, do a ski resort. I'm about it. Let's make that happen. Um, so part of us is hoping that if we invest in DVC, that you'll keep seeing the growth that we've seen over the last 30 years. Because I remember you're, you're a couple of years older than me, but you probably remember it too. Like it was a big deal when they started with 
building these resorts. And I remember they do like the specials. People don't remember that Disney used to do the Easter parade. And I used to love watching the Easter parade, mm-hmm. but they'd, they'd like cut out and they would show you the resorts. And it was, you know, you think about it now, it was like, oh, that was just an advertisement within the show. But, you know, when you're six years old, you don't care. I'm just like, that's goofy going down a water slide. That place looks great. Why don't we go there? I don't want to go to the Holiday Inn anymore. <laughs> uh, and you, I, I'd love to see that growth because it's been really fascinating to see how much it's changed, really, even over the last 10, 15 years, um, you know, where we haven't been over to the Disney Springs area in a while because it, it's hard when you're pushing a double stroller. Disney Springs on a Friday night when you fly in is not the place you want to go. No, no. Trust so, me. Yeah, I mean, we, we went out with the guys, you know, me, Mike, Dave, and Justin. And, like, that's different. And Rick Reagan was there, too. That is different than, like, <laughs> you pushing, you know, two kids and you're You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's a different. We're just going on drinking beers, hanging out. It's it's not. It's super crowded. I mean, it's great. They've done a great job with it. It's a huge improvement from what it was uh, from back in the day. But, yeah, it's not the ideal. Uh, and, uh, and even taking buses with a stroller, I can't imagine, man. Like, it's the last place you want to be. Yeah, we've avoided it, which is why, like, there's all these great old, the older resorts, uh, like Saratoga Springs has always looked kind of nice to me. And we just, we haven't checked those out yet. So we'll probably get over there at some point as, as our vacations change. But I look forward to seeing what DVC is going to keep doing. Um, Although I am serious about that ski resort, Disney, let's ski resort somewhere. <laughs> well, that's a good thing about being DVC, man. It's going to open up your opportunity to try new things and almost, you know, and the thing is like, you're paying for it. You've already paid for it. And when you go to book these trips, it's, you know, you're just using points, right? So it's, it's like, Oh, well, we'll just try this for a few nights or whatever. And it makes it a little less painful than seeing a price tag. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it's going to open up a lot of opportunity. <laughs> so just kind of close this out a little bit. You know, I hope we answered a little bit of your questions, Greg, you know, but so just to kind of like, what do you think you're leaning towards? I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit. If, you know, if I had to hold you to the fire right now, are we looking Polly as a Disney direct contract? Are we looking at Copper Creek possibly? Are we going to maybe go, are you going to kind of maybe roll the dice and do a shorter contract at like Beach Club or Boardwalk or something of that sort? If, if it were available, it would be Polly because I know that's my wife's favorite resort. That's certainly one of my favorite resorts that I mean, the Paul is the perfect Disney world resort. I, I will argue with anyone all day because you can walk to magic kingdom. You can walk to the transportation center to get to Epcot. You can do the walk now with, you know, getting around to grand Floridian or over, I guess you can't technically walk to contemporary, but there's ways you, you can walk. You, you just, can go all the way around. Yeah. It's just, yeah, you have to go through, I think you have to go through magic kingdom security and then just keep walking out the exit. So. Yeah. yeah. So for us, that's like the most convenient. And then when you're talking like, oh, it's themed on something that we already love. So that, that's probably perfect for us. So if there was if there was a contract available for that, we'd probably do that. After that, it's a I don't know. what It's going to be the Disneyland. It's going to be the coin flip because we don't need that many points. So and, and we don't want to spend a week at Disneyland every year. And yeah. Maybe maybe we'll do a resale on Grand Californian one day if we could ever find it. Yeah, that's like the elusive contract that's out there. So, but I'd be interested to see what you do. I think that you're doing you're going about it the right way. You're staying at a lot of the resorts. You've talked about possibly even renting a contract. My suggestion too is if you're out there for another vacation, you've been to most of the resorts. You said Saratoga you never seen before, or you never really spent any time there. Is there any other resorts that you haven't spent any time at? That because I always say this, it's like you may you could watch a million YouTube videos, right? You could, 
read a million websites and, and message boards, but until you actually go and walk the property, it makes it, it makes a difference. Have you really walked a lot of the resorts? Like, have you spent time over at Animal Kingdom Lodge or have you spent time over at Riviera and like really checked out those kind of places? I mean, have you done that or are you kind of maybe set like Polly's our place? That's what we're going to do. We, we need to do more exploring. Um, so we've checked out a few of them. What we haven't done a lot of are, we haven't, we haven't explored the Skyliner. So we haven't checked out uh, even Caribbean Resort or Art of Animation. Uh, those really anything near Disney Springs, Port Orleans. So those are the ones I think on our next trip, we need to kind of take a day, like a Disney, actually do like a Disney Springs day and, and resort hop and check out what is out there. Uh, we just haven't done it. You know, it's, you know enough about it. Friends have stayed there. You see the pictures, you see the videos. But yeah, it, like you said, until you're doing it yourself, you just you don't get the full experience. I mean, that's my that's my best advice. You know, like you want to know about Saratoga, you can ask me. I mean, I've stayed there like not a million times. I've stayed there a bunch of times now. Uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge, obviously, Mike or own Mike Stolfi is yeah, he's a proud owner there. Dave used to work there. I mean, so those guys love that place. You know, Justin's stayed everywhere. My, my advice to you is. Talk to people, talk to random people. If you're out in Disney World and you see somebody, you know, if you're at a resort, oh, do you own here? And you strike up a conversation, it's the best way to find out about things. Just find out from the people and, and what they think of it. And oh, is it hard to get reservations at seven month or 11 month? Or just ask questions, I mean, because it's a large purchase. But uh, I think you're going about it the right way. I'm super excited for you. I love to see people that I know and I'm friends with uh, get into DVC. I think it's, a, it's one of the best purchases my wife and I've made. Yes, we're frustrated sometimes with, uh, you know, it's hard to get last minute stays. That's it's not designed for that. That is frustrating. But you know what though? I've enjoyed so many vacations that I probably wouldn't have been able to afford because of DVC. Uh, it really, I mean, like the amount of times we stayed at deluxe resorts at five hundred to seven hundred dollars plus a night. There's no way we could have afforded to stay the amount of nights in Hawaii or Vera or even at Disney for what, for what they've charged for cash rooms. So it's been a blessing for us. We've enjoyed it. And I really hope that it works out for, uh, for you and your family. So uh, before we sign out, Greg, is there anything else that you want to bring up or ask or anything that maybe our DDP family would, uh, would uh, like to know about your, uh, your I, journey here? <laughs> I would say we are always open to advice. So if somebody is screaming um, right now, like, Oh, you, how did you not think of this? feel free to message me. I am always looking for more information. Uh, and just, yeah, thank you for having me on answering the questions. I'm, I'm excited now. It's for, you know, for us, it's a big process to plan because we have to do it so far in advance and we take some joy out of that. So it's nice kind of thinking about our next trip, where we're going to stay doing the purchase. Um, you know, if we do the purchase this year, we want to do it before we booked because it doesn't make sense to book an $8,000 vacation and then buy DVC. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Plus two, it's if you buy direct from Disney, they'll do the whole magical first day kind of deal where they'll they'll do the best they can to get you shoehorn you in somewhere where you really <laughs> want to stay the first time. So uh, I didn't get that opportunity because I bought resale, but uh, I know a lot of people have, uh, you know, have done that. And if it's realistic, you know, if you're not doing Christmas week, you know, yeah. they'll try to they'll try to make it happen for you, which, which is great. You know, uh, God bless those people, but I'm never going to Disney World on Christmas if I have a same thing. I, I did it once, Greg. It was cool. Um once was enough. It was, it was 1997. I can't remember the date too. Uh, we stayed at the contemporary and it was packed. 
And uh, it was cool. It was different. I got to do it once. Decorations were amazing, but uh, and some people love it. That's their deal. But for me, it's a little too crowded. But uh, but I'm glad I did it at least once. The last thing I have to do, man, is I got to do New Year's. Uh, I haven't done that yet. Bucket list item one day. I'll get there to do a Disney on New Year's. But uh, but yeah, if you got any advice for our own, very own Greg Woods here, you know, hit him up on uh, Facebook. He is a member of our DD. Patreon family. So if uh, you're over in that uh, Facebook group, give him a shout over there. And if you're not already, if you're not a member of our DDP Patreon family, uh, support us. We, we appreciate it. You guys are the ones that help us keep uh, our shows up and running and commercial free. And uh, we're so appreciative of all of our members over there. You guys are great. And Greg is one of those members. And because uh, he's a member, he got the opportunity to to be in a show. And, and we're, we're lucky to have people like Greg uh, support us. So Greg, thank you so much for not only being a Patreon member, but also for, for coming on the show today. And uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Split Stays, episode number two. I'm glad you guys tuned in and enjoyed it. If you have any recommendations for a future show, there's a resort that you want to featured or if you've got a dvc uh or even a resort question that you want to come on and you're maybe deciding if there is a uh, resort between uh, a and b uh, you know torn between yacht club and beach club or contemporary and polynesian you want to debate it on the show give us a ring let us know we'd love to have you on the show this is this show is all about disney resorts and dvc and uh, we'd love to have you guys on that first so uh for episode number two i appreciate you guys tuning in and for all of us here at the disney dads podcast family have a magical night guys thank you for tuning in <laughs>